Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm Robbie, chilling here with, with my man, Mike. What up? How's, how are you feeling? I'm, I almost asked redundantly, how's everybody feeling? <laughs> so. Yo, man, I'm doing good. Um, I'm about knee-deep in comic books that I try to reorganize my office to include those in here, and I've been crushing Tony Hawk 1 and 2 like my former 12-year-old self. So life's good. I've reverted back to a preteens, feels like. <laughs> uh, I forgot that came out like months ago. Oh, dude. It, uh, so I got a gift card from my job. I was like, oh, let's convert this to Xbox dollars. Got the game for free. It's 39 bucks. And I've been literally crushing the game any chance I get in. My six-year-old is pretty hooked to it as well. So, I mean, I'm just passing the torch at this point. So I have to say that the Tony Hawk games really helped introduce me, not only to music like a lot of other people from that killer soundtrack, but to shoes too. I mm-hmm. mean, America, Globe, DC, S's, ES, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, so ma- I mean, it's so funny. I used to think Rodney Mullen was the coolest person on earth. <laughs> from like all the tricks. Like what, I think it was just DVDs. I'm like what, what were they watching his stuff on that wasn't YouTube? To VHS. Probably. Yeah, um, I mean, I think there's all like real clip player, like highlights, so to speak, of all these people also. But even like, there was little videos of them in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get achievements, you can unlock their their uh, their tapes. Which is yeah, cool. still the same way okay. now. Like you, you beaten certain uh, you get certain things, or you you complete the entire game with a person, you get new new skate tape tapes for them. So pretty cool. I couldn't do any of those things, nor could I now. You yeah. actually skateboard a little bit still. Yeah, I'm way better at the game than in real life. So. And I'm, but I'm OCD at the same time, so I have to get everything on the checklist done. So it's fun, but at the same time, a chore because I'm like, I'm going to do every little thing on here. You have to spell out skate. I have to. I, and I do, I'm really meticulous. Like, I look at the list, like, okay, I can do these three things first, finish the level, come back and do these next three things. It is, I have a problem. No, I mean, I go back and forth between being an achievement hunter and kind of just letting it go. Uh, it totally depends. Tony Hawk, I've never really been that guy. I just want to get Darth Maul and Spider-Man and call her a day. I remember Direct Spider-Man right? and Tony Hawk too. Oh, that was like my main goal. Like, I'm getting Spider-Man. I don't care. <laughs> it's like nostalgia wrapped up in a new video game packaging that you've already purchased once. It's a cool thing. Fantastic. That's sneakers, though, buying your nostalgia wrapped up again for you fresh a couple years later. So what have you been rocking and what have you been copping? Yeah, man. Uh, what I've been rocking, I've actually been putting on my John Elliott LeBron icons. I think I've been really just, you know, LeBron is my favorite active player right now. I mean, uh, so... I, I got to support him in the win. So I've been, you know, interchanging my LeBrons and um, I did cop something more against my better judgment, but the price was so good that I just, 
I couldn't not do it. And uh, it was supposed to come today, but you know how the mail pulls the rug right underneath you. But I caught the uh, Reebok's DMX Trail Shadow in that Kottweiler uh, collaboration. And I didn't realize how scarce that model is. Not only that collaboration, but that model was pretty scarce to get in the States. It's more of, I guess, a, it's a European tailored model. I, I don't know, but it's, it resembles, I guess, the Balenciaga track. I don't give a crap about that. I don't like designer shoes, but the shoe itself is just really dope. The the colorway I got, the Kottweiler, is like a, uh, a clear, like, jade green on the tpu cage just rounds it with this nice hairy suede around like the heel overlay and the, and the toe box and mud guard and i think it was like 90 bucks so it's a 200 dollars 220 dollars shoe got for for 90 bucks just like searching around through extra butter through in just some spots i don't really look at and i, I just i had to they should be either either late tonight for some reason or tomorrow morning so you guys will get a review on that because i'm super stoked on this man you are really with getting shoes from i don't even want to say they're not smaller retailers just places you probably don't think to look off the top of your head all the time. i'm a hunter bro i like a good deal and i like to find stuff not everyone has i mean we all have our like oh i like my jordans of course i like my questions i like i like the, the popular items but i like to dig through stuff to just find some things i like everyone knows at this point i'm really willing to try anything that's reasonable so I like to find things that are just kind of off the beaten path. And this one of the shoes that I've seen maybe one review on them. I don't see many people rocking here in the States, but I see a lot of them sell out overseas. I really like curious about it, especially when we did the the post about the uh, mountain research pair that uh, Reebok sent us some info on. And I was really interested to see what some other ones they had. And that one just really spoke with me. And that model itself is just pretty dope. I mean, when I look at some of the other colorways, it has resemblance of, some easy 500 uh suede you know that nice hairy suede that is and that's what kind of drew me to it nothing wrong with that yeah, and man. nothing gets your ears to perk up faster than a 20 to 30 percent off so you'll definitely mix it up if it's the, the price is right the price so is right i'm in, I'm in. in. stop st- almost said stamp i <laughs> the golden ticket willy wonka <laughs> <laughs> going in Yes, sir. That's how it goes. Like the sales, right? I might think about it. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, even before we started recording, I've only worn band slip-ons, I think, the past like four or five days. Yeah, I've only worn band slip-ons. It's like, I don't talk about it enough because I wear a lot of other, I wear a lot of other Air, Air Jordans. <laughs> but, um, I love Van slip-ons. They will forever, the, the slip-on in the era will forever be like my first true loves. Nice. Um, I can wear those things. I'm very fortunate to not have uh, sweaty, stinky feet. <laughs> I can wear them with socks. I can wear them without socks. Um, they can go. It's the only shoe I can still fit into an 11 and a half if I really need it. If it's like a super on sale, if it's a really clean colorway, and if they only have 11 and a half, I can make it work. Um, so it's just as I kind of do stuff around the house and, you know, go to the garage, the van slip-on's been my go-to jam. Nothing cool in my life has come up to where I've had to put shoes on. So. <laughs> hey, man, that's classic, though. Um, I'm a van's old school guy personally, but I respect the slip-on and the error. I mean, they have some freaking clean colorways and they're just all around classic. Man, I mean, there's not a – there's – very few Vans models I don't like. Once you kind of start just going into like the rehashes where it's just like combos, it's like the Vans Fusion Jordan of Vans models. They do that every now and then. Um, that's not my thing, but I love a good pair of Vans. Cannot help myself. Um, and when it comes to Coffin, I already tried to hit you up. Um, the Mocha Jordan 1. As I look over at my rack of Jordan 1, I'm like, there's some space in there. I could fit some more in there very easily. <laughs> I have the room. And I've played myself so many times from the metallics to like uh, the UNCs to like the green toes, pine greens. There's so many damn Jordan 1s. Like, it's something I haven't even tried to get. 
So I just didn't feel that colorway at the time. And now I want them. They won't pay resale. And I want to pay that retail price retroactively two years later. And if that doesn't work that way. You want the hookup. This one here. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, that's not going to happen. So yeah, we can call it that. But yeah, I want to I want to wish on a prayer um, to come down and help. But it's a colorway that I just... I know I'm going to be like mad at myself if I don't have it a year from now. So that's pretty much the only reason why I'm buying it. Do I love it this very second? No, but I like it. And I know that it will grow on me. There will be a point in 2022 where I look in the closet and be like, okay, now's the time. So I like your honesty though, because I posed the question because after, uh, after we talked, I was like, man, I just see so much about this shoe. People are like freaking out about it. And a lot of like you say, you like, you know what? I don't, I don't like, I don't love it now. I like it, but it might be something like down the road. People are like freaking out over this thing. Apparently super limited from what I'm hearing. And I just, it's a brown and white and black shoe. I, I don't get it. Like, I truly don't understand the appeal of this one. I think the, uh, was it the best hand of the game or whatever the pack was that had the different color suede and the same black toe setup. I think those are nicer than this one, but I know I don't like brown shoes, but at the same time, I think this one's just, it looks like an inline Jordan one. I mean, I, I guess it is. And I guess if you want to still call it that, but I, I just don't understand the mass hysteria. I feel like if it truly is the Travis Scott light when people are trying to make it for the loss or trying to capitalize on the fact that other people lost on it to resell, I guess, but I just want more people to be like, yeah, it's okay. I know some people are really going to like it because they like, you know, just kind of that darker fall looking almost premium material. If, if the materials are that great, cool. But I just don't understand. It's just a basic Jordan one to me. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't speak to me. The Jordan one is like a kitty cat. If it fits, it sits. So like, <laughs> if it fits cool, it's going to sit on your feet or it's going to sit in a storage for resale or it's going to do something. But yeah, if it fits what's going on, I guess... You could also take sits and the other meaning as in it's going to sit on shelves, which isn't really what's going to happen. Yeah, but you know, gonna happen. <laughs> you, you, you own a cat, you know what's up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, it's just like, I say sheep a lot as I also wear sheep clothing because I'm also one, but we're all the sheep and sneakers. It's all the same. I mean, buy is off beaten path pair of shoes as you want at the end of the day somebody offers you a rebuck question or a jordan one in a good colorway mm-hmm. or i don't know a stan smith collab you're gonna take it so it's just like yeah i think it's just a brown thing for me i'm just like i know i don't like brown shoes i'm like it's brown why are we freaking over brown shoes? <laughs> but push came to shove and someone gave you a brown shoe well, if you gave it to me, yeah. No, you were 100% right. Heck, and I'll wear it too because it was given to me. But if I have to go deal with, like, getting rejected by sneakers, given having to go through 20 different loops for a raffle, that's when I draw the line. I'm like, it's not that cool for me. But, under, like I said, I, everyone's different. Everybody likes what they like. That's why sneakers is what it is. That's why I appreciate it so much because we all have our own taste. I was just I was just wondering. I'm like, man, y'all are it's, – it's about to go down for this shoe. <laughs> yeah, and – yeah, I really don't have anything else to put to the end of that <laughs> sentence. But, uh, I hate saying it is what it is. It's the most stupid saying, but you know, it truly but is. It is. It is what it is. Um, but it is. <laughs> let's put it something that is more fun. Reviews. Yeah, we have another one here. And we are now officially caught up with reviews on Apple Podcast. Yes. So before we dive in, I gotta plug and beg to get some more on here. So next time we record, we're not looking like chumps. Nothing new to read. So please, please, please tell a friend, take the time, log into Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review or a four, whatever feedback you think is just, because it really, really helps us out. For sure. We appreciate you guys. Hey, everyone spending the time to listen and comment. Thanks for letting us be a part of your day. <laughs> Go thumbs up Mike's YouTube videos. Too. I'll Go take that too. Go 
go through and just thumb up, thumb up, thumb up, thumb up, and just spread some good in the world. It's free. Good karma is free. That's the crazy thing about it. It doesn't cost money to do nice things. So, end rant. Um, we have a great reveal here from Ella, who reached out, longtime friends of Nick, new friends of me, inevitable friends of Mike. <laughs> So this is going to be a great time. I love this review. Thank you so much. And safe wishes on your move. Gleechee's moving up into the Washington area as we speak. So she said, if you're like me and save things to binge watch, or in this case, binge listen, and this will for sure have you balls deep. I am playing catch up on all the episodes and every single topic discussion never lets me down. Most recent episodes from October 2020 Happy feeling nostalgic and hearing the journeys of some mutual friends. Sometimes I catch myself commenting back alone in the car to Nick saying, why did it be diplomatic and dodge that? But that can be pretty harsh. Robbie, how have we never been in Las Vegas and Portland at the same time? He says it like it is. Thank you for that. Mike rounds it out with solid opinions. They are more than I just described, but this is already a novella. The point is that these guys know what they're talking about. They've been in the industry and they've been fans or collectors probably longer than many of their subscribers. Guests on this show are people you should know, research, are much alike of their great topics. I can't read. Um, they are people you should know or research much alike their topics. So I guess she's saying there, if you're not familiar with what they're talking about, go Google that too. Um, peanut butter M&Ms are trash. That's the hottest take in the history of this podcast, <laughs> according to both listener research and personal preferences. That's a hot take. Um, but peanut M&Ms are trash. Pretzels are good. Peanut butter is better. M&M minis, dare I say, are decent. <laughs> so I still don't know which one is her favorite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that she's more on the pretzel mini side. Um, but I forgot M&M minis were a thing. Remember those in the tube? Yeah, you just crush a whole tube and wonder, like, what, oh, what happened? Like, what, where did all these go? Shock glass. Forget that. Give me a little shock tube of M&M. Yeah. Um, so shift a little more here. Download the episodes one time or binge. It is sex for your sneaker-loving ears, I promise. Respectively, Ella. P.S. I will get on the Discord. And we will happily welcome you in that Discord. We've had Come on down. people join in the past couple weeks. And it's great seeing everybody start to culminate there. Uh, Ella, thanks for that great, great review. Um, and go leave one of your own listeners and join the Discord. You can talk to her, us, and many other great folks. Yes, you can. It's a great place. I love the Discord. Talk about literally anything at this point. <laughs> it's pretty dope. I'm trying to think, what's the most obscure... I had a one piece topic you know, to somebody a couple weeks ago. So if you think I feel like anime, you like cars, Nick is really into cars. You like comic books, Mike is your guy. I love comics, I love the characters. I've never read them that much. So if you want to get into the books, Mike is your man. Tone down. If you want to talk MCU, that's that's where you and I can discuss. Let's anyway, go. <laughs> um, MCU, I think, let's just talk about this. Um, there was an MCU video game, an Avengers video game that just dropped that like, is bombing really hard. Yeah. This, it's like Destiny meets Anthem meets Flaming Hot Dog Shit. <laughs> Dude, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say Flaming Hot Trash Can. But yeah, really? Really, it's dead before it started. I was talking to, uh, I was just talking to Noah about it because we were just talking about video games he's like yeah man he's like this uh kind of know what to buy he's like that don't buy it he's like it's literally the worst game you can buy it's already dead before it's even got anywhere the single player looks cool and that kind of stuff i get really into i want to like build up my iron man character but all of the drops or collectibles you get are non-existent in the physical realm you cannot see the changes to your customer it gives like menial stat boosts by way of wavelength inducing bracelet and shit like that so it's like <laughs> really weird stuff that you can't see but i bring it up because 
shoes in video games can kind of be the same thing. You get stuff like the Avengers video game, but then you also get things like the Batman Arkham. Mm. It's fantastic. Yep. So there's there's two sides of the spectrum. There's the Spider-Man on PS4, and there's also the Superman on N64. <laughs> there is Spider. Uh, I believe Spider-Man was also on PS1 or 2. PS1 first. Spider-Man. Maybe with N64 also. But basically, you remember the good ones. And in today's topic, Mike brought up video game shoes. And my brain automatically went to a few that I'm sure other listeners have also been thinking about now for five seconds or so. And others that slipped my mind and then I saw them again. And I remember why I'm no longer, you know, they're, they're no longer occupying memory banks in my brain. So it's like, it can be such a big, wide range of good and bad video game shoot. So yeah. I just kind of want to start off and I'll, I'll let you kind of run away with your list here. You made up a whole really good list. Um, I just want to start off with an EA joint, which EA, if you are into video games still in 2020, EA is like the devil. Like they monetize <laughs> everything. They are not fun to deal with. <laughs> um, <laughs> take all your money. But back in 2003, EA Sports and Nike did an Air Force Two, which is your very simple white, red, and blue with the EA logo on it. But I believe that was the first real, like, Nike, dare I say, popular sneaker video game collab. And that was in 2003. Since then, there's been things like in 2006. I'll let you say what the shoe was in a moment. Um, almost every year, I feel like there's something between EA going on with, like, their 99 and over, mm -hmm. 99 rating club even stuff for like media. So video games are always intertwined with shoes and it's becoming even more intertwined. So before we jump into your list, we didn't bring this up in our pre-talk, but it's become so popular that like, it's half the reason why 2K takes your money is, is shoes. Like you can go buy the latest Kyrie, you can go buy the latest LeBron, you can go buy some retro Jordans. You can buy anything in 2K and they'll happily sell it to you for real life money. But like, <laughs> video games are so intertwined that you can literally have your avatar rocking the Jordan 2s of your dream. So like, we didn't get to really talk about it, but LeBron and Nike specifically, Paul George too, um, they're, they're 2K stuff. I mean, they're releasing shoes specifically for people who have completed X amount of tasks or done X amount of things in 2K, they're mm -hmm. then given the ability to have a real-life LeBron. And that started back with the LeBron 11, 2K11, with that gorgeous red tiger lion print. It's a lion, right? Wait, tiger print? No, what? Uh, that was another thing. What big cat print was this? I don't know my large cats. I know my large cat because she's fat in a house cap. I don't know. <laughs> um, but like since then, we've seen things from like even the Kobe line. There's been Kobe 2K exclusive. There's been Paul George 2K exclusive. LeBron, as I've spoken about. KD had one, nothing like um, There's things like, there's, I mean, it's just, it's crazy because when you have played video games as long as you and I have, you remember when achievements became a thing, an achievement mm -hmm. hunt. Now achievement hunting can get you a pair of LeBron 11s or LeBron 15, 17s, whatever year you're playing. And that's crazy. Yeah, it's it absolutely nuts is how close the two industries are when they want to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, I laugh though. You bring up 2K. I literally at this point in 2K20 because I, I haven't bought 21 because it's literally the same thing. And only time I ever buy 2K games is around Black Friday or when the NBA season starts when it's like 12 bucks. So because the price gets literally dirt cheap and that's the only time I buy them. But in the latest version I have in 20, uh, my guys just laced up in all Kobe's because guess what? I can't buy them in real life now. So I guess my electronic guy's going to have them. Exactly. 
like you don't have to buy like when was the last one I bought? I want to say the one with uh yeah Giannis on it. That was nineteen. Yeah, man, that shit. Like you don't have to buy it. They're just trying to find the only reason why there's a new two K every year is because they're a business and then they need to find a new way for their annually aging product to make money again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing every year. Every and yeah, I can go off. <laughs> there's a whole community. There has to be. I can't stand Ronnie Two K. I can't stand people who are like, "Yeah, Two K rocks." Like, boy, you're playing yourself. You know that game glitches. You know they're trying to steal your money. You know the layups are busted. You know the shot creation's busted. You know everything's busted in that game. Yep. Like, I will happily wear a pair of Reebok sneakers when they send me a pair because I thoroughly enjoy wearing them. Like, I would not have like been my primary thing, but I legitimately am not lying to you when I say I enjoy my kamikazes and I enjoy my questions. I like wearing them. You are lying to the people who are listening to you, 2K players, when you say that you like playing that game. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I play it all the time, but it's so frustrating. I, I think just because at this point now, I haven't played physical basketball in so long because everything happening but i'm like this is my only kind of fix but it's the most frustrating thing because wide open layup your 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 bar is green it's like boom it's like why why can't we fix that if we can make all the sweat appear on these players we can at least fix the layups the least you could do but at the same time that generates youtube buzz and people talking about it click that okay it's it's a vicious dirty cycle but at least I have the integrity to say I legitimately like something. If you hear me say I like something on the air, I like it. If you hear me say I don't like something, as you can probably guess, I don't like it. But you are lying if you say 2K is good. Like, you're like, let me go get EA NBA Live 2003. This, I'm, I'm going to hand you that video game and be like, this is how a basketball game. <laughs> I'm going to hand you that. But I'm going to give you the game. And this is going to be your, your journey to Mecca is to find a PS2 and play NBA Live 03. The, even the one, even though I think the PS3 was absolute trash, the, uh, I guess it was, it had to be like 2K, not 2K, I'm sorry, NBA Live 08, 09, whatever had Gilbert Arenas on the front. Dude, that was a, a great flow. Mechanics were great. Shots went in when they were supposed to. I didn't have to do all this extra crap. I, and I think it's almost to a point like, why can't I just go in, just pick a team and play through a season? Why do I have to make a player? Why do I have to go through the ins and outs of uh, injury and getting drafted? And I'm like, just let me play basketball. I don't care about this stuff. I know it's player experience, but it's only worth it if you actually go buy, like you said, tons of money, buy those VCs and make your player good because I am convinced no one's actually good at that game. They just have a lot of money to spend to make your player just a freaking god. Yeah. I mean, it's... Oof. We've digressed a ton, but you see our feelings about this. (laughs) I just wanted to bring it up because it's so ingrained with shoes. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, Like, creating Avatar, it's, it's fun for, like, Five minutes for me. I sounds like for you too. But I don't want to have it forced upon me. I don't want to have cut scenes forced upon me. I want to go play some fun basketball. Mm-hmm. And when it feels like Russell Westbrook's running in mud, he's like, "Is <laughs> he slower than Giannis? What's wrong here?" <laughs> There's so many is busted. But yeah, we digress because shoes, sneakers. We made that connection now. Let's. Let's do a 180 and go back to what we were initially talking about, video games and shoes in the real life. So you have a list here. You have, yeah, man. I would say, close to 18. That's a random ass number I'm going to throw out there. Yeah, yeah, you might be right, though. I, just, I didn't put the dates on there because, you know, is no one has made a comprehensive list of like really like a top X amount of bath, or video game inspired shoes in a while, I think. I saw a complex one where it was old enough for the images to be removed. And I, I don't know, man, maybe like Nick could have wrote that some years back. <laughs> I didn't look who the author was, but it just didn't have a, uh, 
it didn't have anything on there. So, I mean, maybe we'll just have to put this together ourselves and get an updated one for the world to see after this. Start it off, man. What we have Yeah. So first one on my list is actually a recent one. Uh, one I was actually getting my hands on thanks to this, uh, this brand. It was uh, the Puma Ars Dreamer and the Mario 64. Uh, one that I praise a lot because it's not too too kitty. I know sometimes when things are video game inspired, they can almost look like a shoe from the kids department, but this one was done very well where it's inspired by the, um, oh geez, was it the 25th anniversary of Mario 64, if I'm not mistaken? And they've slapped it on the J. Cole Ars Dreamer and it just came out, came out fantastic. It's easy to wear, represents the color of Mario with a base of red and uh, a lot of just really nice touches like the little power-up star and the heel counter the uh, Mario graphics inside the insoles and the box itself is just an, an homage to, to our Mario himself. So, um, and I think as you're going to see through our list, a lot of these shoes have a lot of thought behind them, even though some aren't as wearable as, as this one, I think, I think there's a lot of thought behind these. It's, I mean, Mario triggers, I think for a lot of people, the original video game nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So, like, your brain kind of should go to Mario, unless you're a sick person and your brain goes to Doom or something. No, Doom in the middle of class, though, because it was on every school computer for some reason. You can't beat that. You can't. But so, I didn't quite hear what you said all the way there. What Mario was it? Was it the Puma? Yeah, the Ars Dreamer, the Mario 64 colorway. That is one I wish I had. That was just such a cool... And there's a couple of shoes on here that have thoughtful uses of print from the video game. Mm -hmm. So just like the way it kind of like looks like it's like pixel, like it was played on N64 and then screened onto the shoe. That's super dope to me. The little Mario logo on it, super clean. Uh, But just the shading, like if you get that right color blue with the red, a little bit of yellow for his buttons, the white trim. It just like it screams Mario without like annoyingly yelling it out of the megaphone. Exactly. Mario. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's one. This one so does that. That's a killer shoe and a great way to start the list. Um, the second one here is like my favorite. Mm-hmm. The Air Max ninety seven and sixty four. The homie actually did the colorway of that shoe. I don't get to wear it enough just because of life and I'm too busy wearing slip-ons apparently. That's a great (laughs) shoe. It came with four different colorways. No, four different lace options. Excuse me. Four different lace options. Really fun. Uh, If you can get a pair now, you can probably find them on sale somewhere. I highly recommend you pick them up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just like how it really did mimic the, if you look at the console in 64 and looked at Air Max 97, I mean, there's... It was like, oh, which one's which? I mean, I'm taking it to the extreme, but they really did take inspiration. They did it well. And I really do like the fact they gave you four different lace uh, options. I mean, I mean, I use any of them, but I like having options. So that one came out pretty well. Um, now, another Nike we're going to go into is the Blazer Have a Good Game. Now, this one wasn't based on any particular game itself, but just based on gaming. Uh, this one, this Blazer came out this this year in 2020 actually i think just a few months ago and it was really cool because if you hit it with a light uh, i'm not sure if it's a black light or if it's just uh reflective i can't remember but it had like little video game avatars kind of in it all over it and it was uh it was really cool i know this was one you were kind of eyeing for a little bit on robbie that it is it's it's really funny they're like 250 ish what yeah because when, he, when I read it on the list, I was like, oh, I do remember wanting those. I couldn't really put the picture together in my brain. So I looked it up earlier. And yeah, they're definitely going for some money now. It's super funny. Um, wow. Blazers are just really popular. I mean, if, if it's done right, I love them. I was never that big of a Blazer fan until about a year ago. Now I think I have like four pairs of them. Dang. So it's like, okay. uh, they come up quick in your life. <laughs> the video game mixed with retro kind of feel to it. Cause like there's nostalgia video gaming, which is that kind of bright colors, pixelated and 
pixelating. That's my new word. Pixelation. Uh, <laughs> and then you have like the new school kind of futuristic looking things, maybe with more patent leather or like a jeweled um, emblem or something. I like the old school look on the old school shoe. It reminds me of these being on the feet of somebody sitting at a video game cabinet. You know, like like, like the tabletop Miss Pac-Mans. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I get from these, and I'm, I'm totally dig them. Yeah. I mean, that's a perfect transition. I mean, next shoe we have on our list is the Nike SB Dunk. I kind of put these together since they're the same video game family, but you have to dunk Pac-Man, you have to dunk Miss Pac-Man, and personally, I think the Miss Pac-Man, I like that one better because it had the really bright pink hues to it. And uh, but both uh, really embody the game. It goes to that, hey, this is very wearable without having to have a bunch of Pac-Man and a ghost all over the shoe. So these are classic. I mean, if you don't have them, don't go buy them because they're going to break your, your bank at this point in time with the SB hype. But it's a good shoe, really classic. Um, and like I said, I know people who have them now are just super happy to still have them floating around. Yeah, I had an opportunity to buy the Miss Pac-Man years and years ago for a very reasonable price, and I didn't. And now I'm a sad, sad person. I'll, I'll never be happy again. I'm just a broken sneakerhead at this point. <laughs> I really wish I would have bought him, man. Really, really, really wish. But we all mess up sometimes. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so I know you didn't want to bring up years, but just a timestamp. The next one here, the PlayStation Air Force One is actually from 2006. So mm-hmm. like that's where things became interesting. That's the Air Force One Kobe Bryant is pictured marveling at in his very era appropriate polo shirt, colorful <laughs> polo shirt, um, a grail to a lot of people on the PlayStation side and Air Force side of life. They're one of my favorite looking shoes. It's like from a partnership standpoint to the type of aesthetic early PlayStation had. I think now PlayStation and I, I've had the, I skipped four, but I had a PlayStation one, two, and three, and I have a five coming. So it's like, I've always had PlayStation products and just like the old nineties, early 2000 aesthetic of Sony and the PlayStation brand was so cool. I just love the way they captured that on the first Air Force One. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it's classic, man. Um, when it comes to that shoe, I look at it and immediately like, oh, PlayStation. Just, just from the ads, from the, the game cases, the you know, the books, all that stuff, it screams PlayStation and it's done super well. Um but if I had to pick between this one and the, I think it's the 2018 version, that one just smokes the original one, in my opinion. I know I'm going to have some, you know, OG purists coming from my throat right now, but it's just, if you look at both shoes, just, I feel like the the version two that came out a couple years back was put together so well. Um, it's really the, the blue jewel swoosh that just does it for me and the blue jeweled button accents on the heel. It's so streamlined and just looks like a next generation game system. We look at the the version one back from 2006. So if I tried to get a pair of those when they released, I can't remember. It was during like um, during E3. I think they had some kind of release. I can't remember how they did it. I, I can't remember exactly, but I tried and I failed. But it was worth a try because if those are just so clean. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge Air Force One guy. Uh, I, I'm not opposed to buying them, but I definitely definitely want those one day in my life it's i'm the kind of person who's gonna hate on you (laughs) um for me the only thing that possibly makes the v2 even stand up to the v1 is the swoosh like the jeweled blue futuristic gel looking oh this is so cool I really enjoy that shoe swoosh. But outside of that, man, you can't even, it's no comparison. First one all day. <laughs> all right. We know we're going to hear this for a while. So let us know which one y'all like best. Uh, version one of the PS, uh, the PlayStation uh, Air Force One or the version two. I'm, I'm willing to waiting to see like the whys and, you know, 
because everyone's got their own opinion on that one. Now, the next you up is another Puma. And this one, I, I've heard a lot of people regard it as one of the best video game collaborations. And this one came out, I want to say 2018 as well, is when they really started pushing their RS line again. And this was the uh, Puma RSO Sega collection. And it featured the Sonic and the Eggman colorways. The Sonic colorway was like a blue, hairy, I don't think it was suede. I'm not too sure. I never actually saw one in person, but it looked like a hedgehog. Like, it's, it was crazy. And then the Eggman was like a red patent leather that mimicked, you know, Dr. Robotnik's, uh, his, his get up, his red and like the yellows. Both done super well. I think these both did well. I think they sold out pretty close to immediately, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but again, another thoughtful collaboration coming from from Puma. They just kind of been on that that wave of make sure video game collaborations just stay true to the game while making them just something cool to have on feet. The Sonic one is a win for me. Kind of like the N64 Mario Puma. Mm-hmm. Just the way they used. I didn't play enough Sonic, but like, is it kind of the uh, the loopy doop has like that that yellow print on it, like the yellow like checkerboard print, whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah it has like the caution tape almost. I can't really describe it. You described it better than I did, but like <laughs> I, I agree that that shoe is so clean. You know, the Eggman, that's stupid, but the, the Sonic one, very very fresh. I'm totally into that. Um, actually. PlayStation seems to just be like the winner when it comes to EA and PlayStation are like the winners when it comes to doing shoe collabs. Because next up here, we got a couple Paul Georges, the 2 and the 2.5 coming in black and gray, respectively. Super clean. I mean, I kicked myself in the butt for not buying either one. They went up in resale for a little bit, and now they are pretty damn cheap last time I checked. So if you're looking for a pair like I kind of am, go look at that. But super clean. I love how the tongue lights up. I'm sure that's what you're going to say too. Oh, yeah. That's really the only reason I would uh, buy it. I'm not a big Paul George sneaker fan or player fan. But (laughs) um, the shoe's cool. I mean, I think that's probably one of the only colorways I really like was the PlayStation. But again, done well. It lights up. really pays respect to the the console and like the PlayStation culture. So um yeah I, I think the two was better than 2.5 i'm i'm not opposed to getting either one of them but um i feel like they really just kind of oversaturated with the with the 2.5 because then they have a black one a gray one and a white one or something like that was it they had like three of them they released like a couple like a month apart or something like that not saying that hey i like being able to get things but i feel like they should have just maybe released more of one colorway as opposed to just cranking out multiple colorways of it. And I'm not mad at it when each of them are good, kind of like the Halloween Air Force One trio now. Mm-hmm. You can two, three different times, but it looks good at all three. I'm not going to hate on you. Or the LeBron 17 for graffiti fusion joints. I hated on those when I first saw them. Now I'm salty. I can't find a pair in my size and they're on sale. <laughs> so if anybody sees those LeBron 17, it's like, holler at me I need a cop but um, when it's done right you can release the same shoe three times and I think that's again kind of what's good here yeah all right now now we're getting to what Robbie's wearing right now basically the Vans Nintendo collection I think that was last year this was done well they mixed in a bunch of different games and um, on a bunch of different models that Vans has my favorite part was the sole of the shoe, the waffle sole that was they blacked it out in a white writing. One said game, one said over. My favorite part of the shoe, bar none. Yeah. Did you it's buy cool. any of those? I don't know why I feel like you bought a pair of those. I did not, man. I mean, as I kind of went on the early tirade of how much I love bands. <laughs> I don't and by the time I remember to go look, for the cool vans that just came out, I can't find like vans don't put vans doesn't put them on sale online next to the vans outlet. Mm-hmm. Find the good stuff. So listeners, Patreon, Discord people, 
if you see the National Geographic band, this is a random thing, but it's it's related. Let your boy know. So I need to find those National Geographic bands. Like I haven't been able to find them on sale. Because um, like the National Geographic, you can find these on super discount, like heavily discounted after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're super tough. I don't own a pair though. Now that I think about it, it's super sad. <laughs> I wonder if Nick has a pair. I can't remember. I swore one of us said we had one. I mean, I know it wasn't, wasn't me clearly, but. I mean, this next pair I thought was going to be way uglier until I actually went and looked at them. And I was like, oh. I mean, actually, I still wouldn't wear them, but they are not as ugly as I expected. It's the Assassin's Creed Supras. Now, I bring up them not looking as bad because if you've ever played an Assassin's Creed game in the early years, they all kind of just wore like beige. So here's some various tans and dusty whites and a dagger that comes out from your wrist. So in 2016, they kind of used that same mindset, threw a little bit of green on there, but it's not bad, man. It's a whole collection. Uh, there was, I think this one's called either the scissor or the stacked two, where it's just a low top off kind of cream and green shoe. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't familiar with this one. I just, when I was doing my list, I'm like, oh, I didn't know Super did an Assassin's Creed collaboration. I mean, it would have slipped my mind completely. Um, I don't know if it just wasn't advertised super well, but I mean, it's out there. It's not a bad looking model. I think definitely for that 2008, 9, 10 years, that would have been something solid. You know, maybe would have convinced myself to buy, but not, not so much now. Um, but on the flip side of keeping it Assassin's Creed related, uh, Reebok is actually releasing a pack for the uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is the latest installment of the game, and a Club C, a Classic Leather Legacy, and a Zig Connecticut. And uh, these actually look pretty pretty solid. I mean, they keep in that same simplicity of, you know, kind of the colors of the game, uh, just a little bit of the Assassin's Creed branding, not really doing a lot of graphics at all, but it, it stays true to like, oh, we're going to more push towards the clothing they wear as opposed to the just, hey, let's put a scene of the game on here or something like that. They should be, they're not out yet. They should, I just started seeing advertisements not too long ago. So they should be out here within the next few weeks, probably closer to the holiday season when the game is released, if I'm not mistaken. Have you seen that yet at all? No, I haven't. Yeah, they just um, they just started really pushing it not too long ago. Because um, at first I just saw like on the, it was a European like Instagram for a sneaker store that was pushing it. But then I just saw some, some U.S. ads for it. I don't know the date it comes out exactly, but not something for me, but I can see how it's going to get the attention of that Assassin's Creed fan. The games have fallen off. I've never been a big fan, and nor are those shoes. So not for everybody, but I guess they're just not for you and I. A lot mm-hmm. of people out there have to look at these and think they're dope. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Clearly, there's an audience for these video game shoes that they've just, like, I have a lot on this list, but I'm sure this is just a tip of the iceberg. I'm, I'm 100% positive I missed a lot of stuff. Now, let's yeah. see. Here's another obscure one I didn't know existed. The Globe Liberty Halo Edition. I don't even know what Halo this was for. I'm, I want to say it's like Halo 1 or 2, but this was a skate shoe uh, that was Master Chief colorway, that military green, yellow, orange. I had never seen a shoe in my life. Pulled this one up and again, one of those shoes that picked a certain audience for that time frame because Halo 1 and 2 when that released, skate shoes were still heavily popular and I'm, I'm sure this bad boy sold out. I mean, I, again, I've never seen it on foot. At least I never noticed. Uh, is this one that you came across at any point? No, but after seeing this earlier today, I was like, I would rock those right now. It's like we were talking about Tony Hawk. Like Globe was heavily featured in the Tony Hawk game. Mm-hmm. So I could wear their stuff. I'm pretty sure I had a pair in middle school. But like, I've been very aware of this brand for a long time and I did not know there was a Halo. And Mike and I were talking before we started recording about how much of a Halo fan I am. These are sick. I would honestly wear these right now. Are they like a hard stunt? Am I going to like be 
catching outfits in this? No. <laughs> feel really cool. So, so when you go to GameStop to pick up your PS5, extra harsh done. No, man. When I go to GameStop to pick up my Xbox 360 and get some pizza rolls on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hit the pizza roll stuff. Got my pizza rolls and burnt my mouth. Ah. Dude, little little pockets of napalm if you do it wrong. Right. Dude, now I'm oh, sitting here like I'm looking for this shoe now to see if it's nah I don't see a I don't see a a resale market on it just Yeah, I don't see a resale market. I gotta probably dig a little deeper. But I wonder let us know if you guys have a pair of these. I just wanna see like a, a live picture of one and how it's aged. Okay. All right. What have it? We, we, we got a couple more here to go through. Um, we can kind of lump in this EA stuff. So, I mean, there's yeah. Madden Trainers, there's Madden Air Max 90s, there's Madden Cleats, there's Madden and yeah, pretty much NFL go together almost every year and drop something. It's true. Every, every year, whether it's a cleat, a trainer, uh, it was like Air Max. There's something, and honestly, I mean, the '99 Club cleats are the Jordan cleats are probably my favorite over any of the actual sneakers. I'm not a fan of the, like the EA branding on shoes for some reason. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Maybe because I'm not a huge Madden fan by any means, so it has no value to me whatsoever. But I mean, again, there's people out there. These things have crazy resale value once you get them. So, hey, man, you love it, you buy it. I don't. I mean, I believe last year's were really cool, and this year's Air Max '90s were decent. But um, I mean, there's uh, Lunar Trainer ones. I think Nick one of Nick's favorite shoes, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of been a fun thing to see how that shoes devolved into nothingness that nobody has talked about. But there's some cool Madden stuff on there in the early years. Um, especially for like players too. So you can go in the next level. Like I'm pretty sure there was a Ladini Thomason EA Nike trainer. I'm going to do some more research on that DVD, but just <laughs> they have never stopped or slowed down dropping shoes together. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Anatomic spawn. Mortal Kombat shoes sounds like the last thing I'd ever wear. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know about that one until I was <laughs> I was just searching it and I was like, what? What apparently it released during I think you know right before the NBA canceled or took a hiatus or during a bubble. I don't know when. I can't remember what player I saw was wearing it. It was like when did this when was this a thing? Never. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It is it's not real. We don't want to discuss that here. Um now you got the Reebok Shaq Noses Shaq Fu, which is if anybody remembers the Shaq Fu video game, which I vaguely remember. Um this is to commemorate that time and the height of Shaq popularity. The black and yellow works. There's many times I ate on the Shaq Gnosis well, pretty much every time it comes out when it's not white and black. But the black and yellow is not bad. Like, So it's it's good. It's definitely not the worst one I've seen. It's very close to the white and black. So I'll let it be. <laughs> I'll I let this one slide. There was black and yellow on the album. The album. The video game cover. The box art, so to speak. So we'll have to see. That's one I'll have to have in hand to really get a good feel for it. Um, then we got things like the PlayStation Hiraki Trainer, which is the ugly stepsister of the other two. <laughs> and the KD5 Christmas, which is a shoe I had and sold. I believe I told everybody this at least once. I sold every KD shoe I own, so I don't have them anymore. But um, that was actually a really cute little homage to his child and his love to his child to his childhood and his love for video games as a kid yeah and i want to say i couldn't find a picture of it and you might remember but i think there's the kd3 that also had like 
video game stuff on it. Same colorway almost. And I want to say had like little video game inspired graphics on it as well, but I just can't find a picture to save my life. It was a sample. So it was the horse. Uh, um, I know we were talking about. Um, look up the Katie horse sample. Okay. Um, back. I believe they don't do it anymore. Yeah. For a couple of years, they did a horse challenge, like playing a game of horse and NBA All-Star. And that was his that was his shoe for that particular event. Yeah, and I think no, this one has horse hair on it. It's not that one. I know oh. which one you're talking about too. I can see it in the back of my brain. Oh, it's not that shoe though. That's gonna bother the hell out of me. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to find it because I saw a glimpse of it. I went to try to go dig deeper and I just couldn't find it. And like I've seen the shoe before, I couldn't think of the name of it, and I just got nothing. Yeah, man. Way to ruin my evening. I'm going to be up all night. <laughs> 2 a.m. I found it. And I guess last but not least, uh, another recent from Puma was the Puma RS 9.8 and RSX in the Tetris colorway. Um, again, I don't have to speak too much on it. It is another set of Puma sneakers that was done to be wearable, but to also, also commemorate the shoe. So, not one that I own in my collection personally. Really cool. Um, it was really crazy because I think all of the Puma video game collaborations have sold out. And it's a lot of times you expect them to sit on shelves for a while, but hey, when someone does a good job, they do a good job. And I think about 90% of the shoes we named on this list were a, a, was a sneaker that they did a good job in, not something that was just overly tacky by any means. Um I mean, with Vans, you get the all-over print like that. You expect it from Vans, so it doesn't look tacky. It's actually something cool, but we look at the RS Dreamer, the Air Max 97, the, um, the SB Dunks. All that stuff is done in a way that, hey, you know, this is actually cool. I don't look like a big seven-year-old walking the street with my, you know, my Super Mario shoes on. So it just shows that even as an adult – you can still enjoy those, you know, those things at home and on the streets, you know, while you're trying to flex on the other sneakerheads out there. You can enjoy, I mean, that's a really important point because that's a reason why I don't wear a lot of basketball shoes that come out recently, um, the past, well, past five years. Um, some of them just don't fit, I don't feel comfortable in my age wearing some of the, some of the looks out there. Cause I don't want to feel like a seven year old, like you said. So it's like, that's, that's a really good point to make. And we definitely missed some shoes here. So let us know what we missed. Let us know which ones um, are your favorite video game shoes. I guarantee you somebody's going to let us know in a DM or something like, Hey, you forgot this shoe. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> we um, <don't> know. <laughs> help us out. Yeah, you have man. any other uh, like closing remarks or any thoughts on particular shoes? Uh, no, I really just want to see the kind of the PlayStation uh, Air Force One debate. I want to see how far this goes because I know me and you clearly differ on which one we like better. I know there's more people out there who differ on it. And that's kind of like the um, the pinnacle, I think, of video game shoes in most people's mind is, is, is that shoe. So I love to really hear what people think about that one. And yeah, I mean, send us pics of your video game shoes, send us things we missed. And just thanks for rocking with the episode again. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. <laughs> so see you, everybody. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as five bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what the conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question 
and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.